Episode 201 of the PJ Archive is an interview I did with the brilliant British actress Naomi Harris. At the age of nine, Naomi appeared in the children's BBC series Simon and the Witch. She famously played Tia Dalma in the second and third Pirates of the Caribbean movies and Winnie Mandela in Mandela Long Walk to Freedom. But Naomi is best known as Moneypenny in three Bond films so far, including Spectre, which was filming in London when I caught up with her during a charity event at a health spa in Hertfordshire in 2015. What brings you here today? Um, I wanted to support Champneys because um, I'm really, um, I love coming here and they've been great supporters of mine as well throughout the years. I've been coming here for many, many years actually um, and I really, really love it. It's like a home from home. After I finish films I always come, you know, it's really exhausting when you're filming and um, afterwards you need a place where you can just sort of recenter yourself and re-energise yourself and this has been my home to do that really. Someone else who comes to this very resort is Daniel Craig for the cryotherapy treatments. I don't know really? You know I did not know I, that. I wondered if you'd introduced each other to the place. No, I did not know that at all and that's interesting. No, it's the, uh, it's the uh, freezing chamber where you go. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, yeah, I've heard about it. No, I mm -hmm. hate being cold, so no. How's the filming going for the Spectre? Brilliant. Really, really great. Where It's extraordinary. We're you know, filming in these incredible locations all across London and it's so exciting you know, to, to have closed down Westminster Bridge, mm. to have lit up parts of London, like the London Eye and so on. With It, it really is amazing. You see London in a completely new way and apparently um, Boris Johnson was saying that we made uh, London look so beautiful that in fact we should, Bond should relight London, mm. which I think is a great idea. Is it difficult to act when there's crowds watching? Um, uh, not really, no. I mean, it doesn't make any difference because, you know, when you're acting on film, there are always at least kind of minimum 50, more likely 80 people mm. in the room while you're acting mm. at any one time. So you're very used to sort of lots of eyes on you and your job is to concentrate and to um, really pretend that those people aren't there. So you mm. create a kind of, it's called um, like a third wall mm -hmm. where you, you just, you really create the wall where the, where the camera is, is also, also because it's just about focusing on your fellow actors. What can you tell us about your character's involvement in this film? Um, I can say that um, it's a real development of her character. You see the character really mature and you see the relationship between uh, her and Bond. There's, there's a great level of trust um, that they have and mutual respect. And, um, and that's really, it's like a, a mature relationship. Their relationship really kind of deepens in this movie. To what extent has playing Money Penny changed your life? Changed my life. Um, you're incredibly recognisable now, aren't you? Well, the great thing is I'm I'm really not actually, um, and I really uh, love that. That you know I'm still able to get on and off the tube and you know to wander around London, and I don't really get recognised, which I'm really pleased about. So I get to do what I love and also have my private life as well, which is incredibly important to me. Naomi Harris takes the tube? Of course she does. <laughs> Absolutely, really? yes. Really? You're not driven everywhere now? No, I am not, certainly <laughs> not. <laughs> How awful would that be as well? Who wants to live in kind of a gilded cage, you know? You want to be out living your life. 
with your fellow Londoners? How has life changed generally? I mean, or is it life really, you really can live an ordinary life? Yeah, I can live a yeah, totally yeah, ordinary yeah. life, yeah. A big deal was made about the fact that you were first black actress to play Money Penny. Yeah. What kind of reaction did you personally get to that? Um, nothing but positivity, really. And um, it was great that people weren't focused on the fact that I was a black Money Penny. They were just focused on, really, most people were focused on the fact in like all the interviews I've really done and focused on the fact that it was a kind of kick-ass money penny and they loved that fact. Mm. They loved that she was out in the field, she was an equal going toe-to-toe with Bond um, and that she was, you know, out out from behind the desk. You know, mm. that's what people were most excited about mm. and was the biggest difference people talked about. Will she be doing more kick-assing in the next... We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> you will have to wait and see. <laughs> But there is a lot of talk now that the, maybe the next Bond should be a black Bond. What, what do you feel about that, Naomi? I think that it's irrelevant whether Bond is black or white or Indian or whatever race. It really doesn't matter. I think what you want is a Bond who has charisma, um, intelligence, a sense of humour, um, a sensitivity, um, and a brilliant actor. Those kind of qualities are what you need to really carry off playing Bond yeah. and it's an incredibly hard role to um, to pull off and uh, I just wish anybody who wants to take that on like the very yeah. best of luck because there's huge amounts of pressure as well to yeah. take on that role and the extraordinary actors that have gone before I mean it's um, it's really a a massive, massive challenge, and I certainly would not put myself up for that mm. <laughs> if there were going to be a female bonds that mm. It was easy to tell from Skyfall, you have an incredible chemistry with Daniel. Do you spend a lot of time together to create that bond? Do you know what? You, you don't, because you know, before you start filming with someone, you don't know them, mm. and um, you don't really have the chance to, because on film um, and television, you don't really get a long rehearsal period. You do in theatre, obviously. You get um, weeks in, in theatre to really bond with your fellow actors, but on film, sometimes you don't get any rehearsal at all, and the first time you see them is on your first day of filming. So you just have to, I think the thing is, as an actor, a film actor, you just have to be incredibly open and willing to play with your fellow actor and um, and be generous as well. And that's what Daniel is. He's incredibly generous and present as well and, um, and giving, you know, and that's how we were able to develop that chemistry. One of those tips to succeed in one day is Idris Elba. Do you think that would be a good move? Want it? I don't know whether Idris would want it. Mm. I have no idea. I haven't discussed it with him. Um, and I really, I don't know, I just think we have an incredible bond in Daniel. Mm. So I don't know, um, I don't really like all of this talk about who's going to be the next bond because it's, I just think we have someone who's phenomenal mm. and I think um, let's focus on that and celebrate the fact that he is bloody brilliant as Bond, you know. Mm. I think he's really revolutionised um, the role. Um, he's he's a, the new man, you know, mm. which we haven't seen played um, as Bond before. He's got this kind of sensitivity that I think is, um, is so beautiful mm. because... I mean, when I watched him in Casino Royale, which was like, it was his first Bond, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. I, I just remember, like, I cried at the end of Bond. And I'd always loved, I've always loved Bond. I've always mm -hmm. been a huge Bond fan. I've watched so many of, of, the, of the Bond films, but I've never cried at any of them. You know, I've laughed, I've, mm -hmm. I've, um, I've 
been thrilled by the adventure and excitement, but it was only Daniel who made me cry, and that's because he's an extraordinary actor, and I feel like he's almost born to play Bond, um, and so I think we should just focus on that and mm. celebrate him. And the fact you're playing Money Penny, does that mean you'll always survive? You can never be killed? Because Money Penny always does. Uh, I, who well, I, I, you know, now they're, they're, they're off the, um, the novels, you know, so who knows, anything could happen, anything could happen. But I'm having a great time, and I certainly would not want to be killed off. No, quite. <laughs> and uh, you work with Idris on the Mandela film. Are you still in touch with Winnie? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> No? no, I never had Winnie's like personal number or anything. No, no. I just wondered if she'd come on set to advise or anything like that. No, I had um, Idris and I, well Idris set up a dinner with her, okay. so uh, we had a great um, uh, dinner with her and it was brilliant hearing mm. about her history and how she wanted the part to be played and just having her input basically mm. and her blessing, you know. I think when you're playing anybody's life, no matter who they are, you want to have their blessing mm. to be able to play them. Um, so that was great to be able to sit down with her and then of course at the premiere in South Africa she was there yeah. and she absolutely loved it and she was mm. so happy and that was a huge relief yeah, for me but yeah. it's not like we had like a personal relationship or anything. Will you be in any more Pirates of the Caribbean movies? I don't think so, no, no. I loved playing Tia Dalma, I have to say. I thought she was such an interesting um, character to play um, and really, really enjoyed that but I think it's kind of done now and over and she died and disappeared mm. into like a thousand crabs didn't she so yeah and uh, everybody loves johnny depp any nice mm. stories about working with any nice stories um It's so, it's so funny because people always say any stories, yeah, but right. actually, you know what, it, filming is incredible, it's wonderful and I love it, but I was saying this actually because my friend that I brought along today came on set, on the Bond set, mm. and um, she was like so excited and she said, oh, it's going to be so interesting, and I was like, it's not, filming is boring and hard work and it's repetitive, and she very quickly learned that after two hours she was like, oh my gosh, you're right, mm. and um, and so that's what it's mm. like, it's, there aren't really these great kind of mm. moments where people it's also an incredibly high-pressured environment as well. So it's very unlikely that you get these spontaneous mm. moments of these funny anecdotes sure. that you can kind of tell. But is there a male lead you haven't worked with but would dearly like to? Um, I feel like I've worked with so many of the people mm. that I really um, that I really love, uh, but there's Samuel L. Oh, I'd yeah, love to work with Samuel yeah, L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. And I met him recently, and he was everything and more that I'd hoped that he would be. So down to earth, um, you know, just so warm and charismatic and funny. And I was just like, wow, mm. I just love to work He's with you. Yeah. 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 When you start as a, started out as an actress, what were your expectations that you'd get to be as big a star as you are today? Um, I expected. Okay, so I was a child actress, so I started at the age of nine, and I've never done anything else. So, um, and as a child actress, I really worked all the time. So I expected that I would continue like that as an adult actress, but actually what happened was I went to drama school, and then I, I retrained, and I came out, and it was a completely different ball game. I couldn't get any work for nine months, which for an actor, any actor knows that nine months actually is not a long time in this business, but for me it was like, oh my goodness, I'll never work again, you know, and, and what I realised was that it's a hard business, you know, and as a child I hadn't really realised how hard it is, 
and um, so the biggest thing that I, I wanted and aimed for was to be continually working, mm. you know, to be able to make a living out of it. And of the 14 people that I graduated with um, in my year at drama school, but the whole total graduating year was something like 30 odd of us, um, I would say there's a handful of us, if not less, who are actually able to make a living out of it. And I think that's the privilege. Um, and that's, that's what so many people don't really understand when they kind of, they ask you these questions because it's not really understanding how the business works in the sense that, um, it's not about becoming a star and being hugely successful. It's just about doing what you love and having the privilege to be able to do that. Because most people that I know, as I said, that I went to drama school with or in this business, it's a struggle just to get your next job. Mm. So I feel incredibly privileged to be in the position I am. Yeah, and two of the movies you've made have made a billion pounds. How does yeah. that make you feel? Uh, well, I'm very happy for them that they made all that money. Yeah, it's, it's you know, uh, it's you know, it's not about the money. It's about the fact that that means that so many people went to see those yeah, movies yeah, yeah. and loved them, oh. and probably went to see them more than oh. once, as many people did with Skyfall. You know, people were like, "I've seen it twice. I'm going back again." You know, um, and that's what's brilliant that people love your work. That's that's what you want. Are you yourself a saver or a spender, and what have you splashed out on since you've become? Um, I am 100% a saver. My mum always said to me, never spend more than you have. So I've always been a saver. She's always said, never ever get into debt. So that's what I've, I've always lived like that. Um, and I've always lived within my means. So I'm very frugal. Um, and I haven't, I mean, I suppose splashing on something would be my home because it's the biggest expense you'll ever have. Spa treatments. Spa treatments, yes, that is quite luxurious, I have to say. But I say it's quite essential after you've finished a film. Especially apart, if there's lots of action. Yeah, apart from commerce hours, what else do you like to do outside of work when you're... Um, what do I like to do? You're sports. Well. You look very sporty. Um, I, I, I like running mm. and I like swimming. Um, and I like something called gyrotonics. I have mm. a gyrotonic machine in my home, which is it's a bit like a, a mixture of yoga, pilates and chicken. Mm. So I do that. And um, I love Tai Chi as well. Mm. Do you feel under pressure to look good all the time because you're... Um, I do in the sense that when I'm doing the red carpet stuff, absolutely, and I often get really nervous when I'm about to walk a red carpet, um, which actually I heard recently that there was another actress who's very, very well known, a Hollywood actress, and um, she said every time that she is about to walk the red carpet she feels like she's going to throw up and she's literally shaking and I was like oh gosh thank you thankfully someone else feels the same because then I really do feel the pressure because it's kind of people just there to see you just to you know when you're an actress you're there to perform and that kind of for me is less pressure because it's not you performing it's the character so you can hide behind the character but when it's just you on a red carpet I feel very exposed actresses always claim there's less work around the older you get is that something you're very conscious of now you're young and beautiful <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm nearly 40, so yes, all that young. Yes. Um, uh, do I, am I conscious of that? Um, I haven't been so far, but it is something you hear a lot, um, and, I, and I'm conscious of being sensible mm. to kind of prepare for a day when perhaps there's not so much work um, and be ready for that, yeah. A lot of them are going down the Botox route and things like that. Can you imagine yourself doing that in 20, 30 years' time? Uh, you know, I always think you can tell when people have had yes, work done. absolutely. And I don't think it's... 
I don't think you look younger. Mm. I just think you look different and I don't really want to have that different kind of look you know so I think I mean if there was an alternative that genuinely made you look more beautiful and younger then I think I would definitely be tempted but I don't think that exists at the moment I really don't I, th I think you can always tell when someone's had work done and I just think it does look a bit odd. So that's a no then? I think it's a no. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and as regards having a hugely successful career, where does that leave your personal life? Does, does it mean you have the same ambitions or you think, well, I'll leave it on hold until I'm not such in demand? Um, I've always I've always put my career first, yes. So um, I think that has meant I've put my personal life on hold. But, you know, my personal life isn't just a relationship. It's, it's about... Um, uh, my family, which are incredibly, I'm incredibly close to my family. I have a younger brother and sister who I love very much, um, and also um, friends are incredibly important to me as well. So um, building all of that, but you know, it's it's tough. It's a tough business on relationships generally because you spend between three and six months of your life when you're working abroad, and that means all of those relationships, your friendship, your family. I always bring my family with me to set actually wherever I travel in the world they always come um, but for friends unless they, they do come out and visit you and very few people have that much time of work to be able to do that uh, it, it is tough oh. yeah and you explained earlier a couple of years of 40 you're very conscious of needing to have children before it's too late or um, about children aspect? I feel as though if it happens it's a blessing I don't know, I don't really give it that much thought. I just, I'm more, you know, let life lead you um, and it will lead you in the right direction. So if, if it happens that I have children, great. If I don't have children, great as well. There is, I think there are so many blessings from not having children. There's so many blessings from having children. You know, it's just a different life. So, and I, I'm very much that what will be, everything that happens I think is for my highest good and that's how I always operate in life. So I just, go with the flow in that respect. I don't have a grand plan in terms of like, also you're talking about my career, having a grand plan. I never really did that. So. Thank you very yeah. much. Okay, great. Thank you.